Hi everyone, it's Adam, the lesser half of the Bottom of the Bottle podcast. First, thank you all so much for tuning in Friday night and listening to Manny and I wax poetic about the Rhone Valley. I know you had fun. We did too. Manny was brilliant. I was there. Good times were had by all. Since that podcast went up though, we've gotten some news out of France. And when I say we, like Manny and I have gotten them personally, no, the, the wine media and the media in general have been talking about France. There's been some buzz because of frost damage. Early estimates are a third of the crop potentially is gone. If maybe a little less, maybe a little more, we don't know yet. But either way, that's that's devastating to France, especially coming off the pandemic from last year, which is still going on now. That's a huge, huge loss to France. But frost damage, I think, is a little difficult to understand, especially for the average consumer, because the vines are around during the winter when it's really cold all the time, and we don't talk about frost damage, so what happens in the spring? So I wanted to do a quickie and talk about what frost damage is, spring frost in particular, what we can try to do to prevent it, because we do have ways to try to prevent it, and then what happened in France this year. Okay, what is spring frost? Well, the vine is a life cycle first. Let's talk about this. In the winter, when it's really cold, the vine is dormant. It's not trying to grow anything. It's not trying to do anything. It's just there. So it can withstand colder temperatures. In the spring, as the temperature rises and the vine starts to wake up, more processes begin to happen. It's trying to have buds. It's starting the process to develop fruit. And as those processes happen, it becomes more susceptible to colder temperatures. So if the temperature drops after these processes begin, it can be devastating for the vine, depending on the situation that we're in. So it gets too cold after these processes happen, the vine freezes and dies for the year. We have to wait a whole other year for the, the vine to come back to life and start the process all over again. You can see why this would be a problem for someone trying to make wine. Okay. How do we prevent this, though? Because this seems like something that could be a problem every year. Well, it is in certain places. There are three kind of ways that we deal with this. Uh, one are heaters. Heaters are expensive. The fuel for heat is expensive. It's not the best way to, to handle it. Uh, you might have seen these beautiful photos coming out of France the last uh, week or so, where these all these vineyards lit up by candles. The photos are absolutely gorgeous. But what that photo pretends is potentially devastating. Pretty, but it's not worth the not worth the price. There are windmills or fans. To the completely dumbed down version of how this works, we know that hot air rises, the fan tries to circulate the warm air that is rising with the cool air lowered to the surface and uh, creates a warmer ambient temperature around the grapevine. I'm sure I said that wrong. Correct me in the comments, please. Uh, the third way we do this is uh, continuous sprinkler systems. So there are sprinklers set up throughout the vineyard and what they do is they're constantly running and they cover the vine with water and they create a protective ice shell around the vine. You're like, wait, I thought frost was an issue. What do we mean protective ice shell? Well, we're not freezing the water that's in the vine. We're freezing water that's been sprinkled on it. It's external to the vine. It forms this cocoon. And interestingly enough, when you make ice when water turns to ice heat is released it's a exothermic reaction i think 
maybe, uh, and that he has to go somewhere. And so where it goes is in between the grapevine and the new ice shell. So it acts as like a layer of, of insulation. It protects the vine from the cold external temperatures. And in some places, this is really effective. Well, if we have this infrastructure in place, what happened this year in France? Okay. It was unseasonably warm this spring for a long stretch of time. So the vine woke up earlier than it normally would. That unseasonable warmth was followed by unseasonable cold and for an extended period of time. So the bud was more alive, which means it's more susceptible to cold temperatures. Cold temperatures came and they normally wouldn't and it stayed cold for a long time. It was below zero degrees Celsius for an extended period of time. And those candles just weren't enough to do it. The other piece too, is that it wasn't just cold in places where it's normally cold, like Champagne or Burgundy. It was cold on the Rhone too. Places that don't have the infrastructure I just talked about to combat frost in place, they got hit with frost this year too. So everyone got hit. Devastating, devastating effect on the crop for France this year. We don't fully know the, the damage, but we just know it was bad. So simply put, 2021, it's just gonna be a really tough year for the whole of France and their wine production. It's sad, but it's still early. So not all is lost, there's always hope. And we wish our friends in France the best of luck going forward in 2021 and beyond because they make beautiful wine that they share with us and I enjoy it, Manny enjoys it, I'm sure you enjoy it. We wanna continue enjoying it. So that was kind of a downer, but there's always hope. Any questions, guys, email us at bottomofthebottle at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram at bottomofthebottle750. Until next time, be safe, be well. Cheers, friends.